Hello, Mzanzi, and welcome to episode 301 of the Farmers Inside Track podcast. I'm your host, Duncan Masua. Now, there's no doubt that agricultural development is vital for economic growth, food security, rural development, social empowerment, and improving the overall well-being of the country's population. Now, an organization that takes development of farmers to heart is Agri-Enterprises. And in this episode, we're joined by the acting CEO, Peter Diager. Peter, welcome to Farmers Inside Track. Thank you, Duncan. Thanks for the invite. Excited to hear your thoughts and perspectives with regards to agricultural development in South Africa. But I want to kick off the conversation. Your journey in the agricultural sector spans decades. What inspired you to work in agricultural development and how did you get started? I've been involved in agriculture in the sector for a long time, but mostly on the commercial side. So I actually come from a very commercial ground. I'm a chartered accountant by qualification and I've farmed commercially myself. And we've been looking at different aspects of the whole agricultural sector. And one of the things I always noticed is, you know, we often in and had to evaluate why some of these development projects have failed. And quite a lot of them have failed. And it's actually now only since I've joined Agri-Enterprises that I might personally am more involved in looking at these projects from an origination point of view and a delivery point of view and making sure that they are successful. So my journey has been, you know, commercial pride, but then applying some of those principles into the development field, which I think was often lacking. You definitely have an important role to play in ensuring that agricultural development in South Africa is successful and you mentioned agri-enterprises. Let's maybe look at some of the current projects or initiatives that you guys are involved in when it comes to agricultural development and also maybe paint a picture of some of the regions that your organization primarily focuses on. A little bit of background on agri-enterprises ourselves. So we are the commercial arm of Agri-SA and we were specifically established to execute projects initially under the fold of Agri-SA, but we also have different divisions that are more completely focused, like advisory services and corporate finance division. The rural development division actually has three projects running at the moment. So we have a Momentum Women in Farming project down in KZN. This is looking at entrepreneurship development for 60 women working in agriculture and the vegetable side. And it's a three-year program in conjunction with Momentum and Agricita, where we take these ladies through different steps on the path to entrepreneurship. What's exciting is they've already established a couple of co-ops in between them. So they started as individuals, but we're seeing now forming cooperatives, which is very encouraging. A second project we have is with NetBank, called the NetBank Agribusiness Incubator. This is kind of the the project are moving towards. So it's very focused. There's 20 participants in six provinces over five commodities that are taken on a development journey of three years in conjunction with commodity organizations. We also have a project with Caring and the Conservation South Africa. And this is to do with improving wool production in a certain area of the Eastern Cape, looking towards sustainable production. And we are now in the second phase where the focus is a lot on the marketability of wool. How do you share the sheep properly? How do you get good quality to the marketplace? A little bit on the commercial side, we actually also have a project with the Mostepe Foundation. This is called the Inclusive Farming Partnership Initiative. And the whole aim is to establish viable commercial partnerships between 
commercial farmers and traditional leaders in their community. And that is specifically to develop union land that's lying fallow now. So we see that the commercial partners bring obviously the skills, capital, access to market and the technical know-how to the project, whereas the community often only has the land and it's not developed and even irrigation rights. And we see a lot of commercially being unlocked in those areas. In terms of a focus, we look at it in a countrywide perspective. We work across commodities and agri-enterprises role is often that of the project manager where we work in close conjunction with commodity organizations and other service providers to roll out these development projects. It's definitely encouraging to hear how important partnerships and collaborations are for agri-enterprises when it comes to agricultural development. But maybe look at some of the specific challenges or issues within the agricultural sector that agri-enterprises are addressing. What are some of those issues? First and foremost, I think we have to link it to the objective of transformation. You know, So we have the transformation cap on to make sure that the sector is transformed. But as you mentioned, there's quite a few challenges. First and foremost, there's probably skills, access to funding, access to market. And often a very short-term view where people don't realize the nature of agriculture and the cycle that you have to go through to develop yourself. So we see that we don't talk about problems, we talk about challenges. really hampers the chances of a lot of the participants or new entrants to gain commercial success at the end of the day. It must make your heart smile to see the impact that agri-enterprises is having on agricultural communities. Maybe share some of those success stories or positive outcomes that have resulted from your work. Over the past couple of years, we've put more than 700 participants through various adult skills development. Currently, just in the three projects that I mentioned, we have close to 100 individuals that we are walking a path with towards full-on commercial status. And just one example on the Motepe Foundation side is that we have established almost 100 hectares of new citrus plantations in Limpopo of a project that eventually will be more than 200 hectares of export citrus, which can unlock hundreds of millions of value for that community. So we've actually been quite privileged to take the journey and to now go back a year or two later and see the success stories and that it is actually sustainable. It's impressive to hear some of the successes that you've had in the agricultural space. How do you assess the impact of your agricultural development projects or interventions? There's quite a few criteria that we use in assessing the impact. I mean, obviously, you know, the easy things are like, you know, an increase in production. So oftentimes the participants are producing, but it's not at a level where they actually produce in an exit that can go to market. We're also looking at quality aspects of the produce, which is very important to market access. We measure the quality of the produce and also the access to the market. Things like jobs creation and even a simple thing like actually being able to pay more than the minimum wage, not under the minimum wage. We also then measure it obviously on a financial point of view. So there must be a profit zone after the state, but we also realize you know, that this takes time. We cannot expect a new entrant to be profitable in the first year. So we take them through a process where they after two or three years, then the venture starts becoming profitable. There's enough produce being produced, the market access is there. And then we really see the process. And eventually what we would like to see is that these participants 
can go to a bank and apply for funding like any other commercial farmer so that they're in the same position and they become fully independent and self-sustainable. Peter, you mentioned earlier some of the partners that you collaborate with. Are there any key partnerships or collaborations that have been instrumental in your agricultural development work? Obviously, the funders are very, very important in this whole venture. We often see that there's a little bit of duplication and sometimes silos in the development space. So being part of Agri South Africa, we can tap into the whole value chain and the organizations within the larger family, if I can call it that. So we have close relationships with the provincial associations and the patients, the commodity organizations, and then also our corporate members who are often the funders of these interventions. I think what's important for them is that they can see us as a trusted partner to roll out and deliver on the project and get the result while we are also then a reliable custodian for the funds that they deploy. Peter, I must say after my conversation with you, there really is no doubt that agricultural development plays a crucial role in addressing various socio-economic challenges. What's key for me in this conversation is partnerships, collaborating with people. How can individuals, businesses or government support your efforts and the broader goals of agricultural development? You know, everyone kind of becomes part of sustainable programs and that they have the same vision to establish commercially viable enterprises at the end of the day. As I mentioned before, there's been quite a number of failed projects in the past. So to partner up with the right people, don't work in silos. I think there's a lot of opportunity to complement and not duplicate effort. And what we are seeing happening is that the interventions are becoming much more tailor-made than just having a blanket approach. As I mentioned before, you know, training hundreds of people in by skills is not going to get us to the point where we have a transformed sector with viable and vibrant businesses being established in agriculture. We work specifically with our funders and our commodity organizations and then the service delivery partners tailor-make these interventions so that at the end of the day, you can have a journey with these participants over a number of years. It's not just one intervention, you tick a box in terms of CSI spending or entrepreneurship development. We really want to see that people buy into this more as a long-term process and realize that it takes a number of interventions that tailor to the individual to get them to the level where they can actually participate commercially and competitively in, to be honest, a very, very competitive sector. That was the acting CEO of Agri-Enterprises, Peter Diacher. You can, of course, read more on this topic by visiting www.foodformzanzi.co.za. And that's a wrap. Join me again next week as we celebrate and unpack how Agri-Enterprises continues to develop women farmers in various corners of this beautiful country, South Africa. Remember to subscribe to our podcast on your favorite platform. From me, Duncan Masiwa, our technical producer, Megan van der Fint, and the rest of Team Food from Zanzi, thanks for listening. Life in South Africa can be a lot. I mean, scroll through Twitter for a minute and tell me I'm wrong. Thank God for South Africans though, right? We're inspiring, and even on the bad days, we fight back with a smile. That's why I love Food from Zanzi so much. They're not ashamed to celebrate the ordinary unsung heroes who work every day to put food on our nation's tables. Go to foodformzanzi.co.za and never miss an inspiring story.